Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Jesse and Joe. Episode 20, Game Room Etiquette. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Jesse. And today we're going to talk about some game room etiquette. But before we do that, it feels like it's been a hot minute since we've had a podcast. Forever. Six, seven years, maybe? Maybe. More maybe. like two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, okay. We'll go with two weeks. But it has been super busy around here. Busy the work. Um, Home, family, yeah. kids, <laughs> you name it, we've had it. We did the game room. Yep. Yep, put some carpet down, rearranged some stuff. Crazy weather. Crazy weather. We had some flooding going on in Sioux Falls. Massive flooding. They yep. had a uh, couple of the the exits closed off. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been uh, it's pretty pretty hectic the last couple weeks here. So we haven't had a podcast out. We apologize to our listeners. We love our listeners, um, but we do. Know, it's one of those things where we don't get paid to do this. So it's kind of whenever we get a, a free chance. So um, again, we love our listeners. We love them. Really? Love them. We we wish we had a thousand million trillion listeners. Well, I'm love not, them all. I'm not sad about the listeners. I'm just you know, we love them. Yes. Yes, we do. I love them. <laughs> we do. Intimate relations with them. I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> uh, I I love the board game snobs. How about that? Oh, well, you... Yes. you Gabby and Jerry are hilarious. You listen to them way more than I do. I've only listened to a couple of episodes, and that's just because I'm a busy person. I've listened to every one of them, and I listen to Gabby's other podcast, which is uh, The Disagreeable Nerd. Oh. Yes. Hmm. And uh, they're really funny. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we can get down to uh, BGG Con mm-hmm. one of these years and, and play some games with uh, Gabby and Jerry. Okay. So, yeah. All right. But um, so recently, like we've been working on our Extra Life stuff quite a bit. Uh, we've got our website up and running. Which uh, was kind of a... <laughs> that was another reason why we <sighs> have not been on. Yeah. So, it for some reason, our podcast, or not a podcast, our website got parked. What does parked mean? means it's not up. <laughs> oh, and goodness. it was nothing to do with me. It was just, for some reason, they parked it. And uh, so I got that all taken care of. Well, then we lost all of our content. So then I had to redesign and redo our whole website. And so yesterday, I finally got it all up and going. And then I kind of messed with it a little bit here and there today. You played it around. You fluffed it up quite a bit. I did. I, I put some effort into this bad boy. You fluffed it. So we've got our YouTube videos on there. So you don't have to search for our YouTube videos. You can just go right there. Um, at the top of the page, you'll see we'll run some promotional uh, info. So right now at the top of our page, we've got Borgata hits Kickstarter on April 2nd. So as soon as that goes live, we will put a link attached to that. 
And so if you like it, you just go right to it, and we're going to help you spend some money. Yeah, um, <laughs> feed that Kickstarter monkey. Yes. Uh, then you can go to our YouTube videos and watch all of those. Uh, Jessie's got her vlogs on there, so we've got a separate page for those. She loves her, her reading and, and anything to do with books, so that's what she does. And it's not just all books. Um, I do try to, whenever we have gaming going on, try to come out here and... Uh, videotape a little bit of that so it's not just me talking about what books I'm reading. I also try to talk about what games we've played, if I can remember, or if I've played any games recently. Yes. Um, and then we've got our like Extra Life tab. So on there we've got, at the top of the Extra Life tab, we've got our sponsors. So for our sponsors we've got uh, St. Michael's Church, which donated the room to us. We've got RBS Sanitation, which is a local garbage company, which I'm the manager of. But the Nepotism. owner... Nepotism. <laughs> Nepotism. The owner, uh, Tom McNally, mm -hmm. is a generous man, and he decided to donate a bunch of games to us and uh, the... Uh, the food, uh, the meat. He's going to do some some pulled pork. And he's going to smoke it. Yummy. Um, then we've got uh, the Sioux Falls Game Chest is going to be selling some um, Extra Life logos that you can put your name on it for a dollar or more, whatever you choose to donate. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, High Country Automotive. Yep. They donated $150. Mm-hmm. And we've got John Thornton. He's donating some books of his that he yep. wrote um, and possibly sign them. Mm -hmm. um, then we've got Eknum donated a couple games. The and, mysterious Eknum. Yes. And then we have uh, our story. And then next to our story, you can click on, and you can click on any of these logos on there, and they will take you right to their webpage. So if you'd like to have more information or, you know, even with RBS Sanitation, if you want to, you know, get some uh, get some customers going with them. Great company. I, I know them personally here. Shameless <laughs> plug. So. Shameless. Um, I tell you, they've got great rates. I, I, I promise you that. <laughs> You're just... just. Um, <laughs> so you can click on any of the logos. It'll take you to them. High Country Automotive will take you to their, their website. And check out their cars. Sioux, uh, Sioux Falls Game Chess will take you right to their website. And you can check out their community chess campaign that they're going through right now. Um, John Thornton, click on his picture. It'll take him right to Amazon to check out his books. So... Um, I try to make it as accessible as possible and to kind of, you know, they're sponsoring us. So let's try to help them out a little bit. Right. Um, then we've got at uh, a little bit further down that page, we've got our story of why we're doing this and uh, some of the good reasons to do it. And then if you click on the Extra Life logo next to our story, it'll take you right to our team page. So you can go ahead and sign right up to join our team. And then help at the bottom out. of the page, it'll say our team fundraisers our team members team members yes and so it's got jesse and me and then we've got noel which is another of our uh, fundraisers and so if you click on those logos it'll take you to our facebook pages so you can kind of see what we're all about um, joy everybody yeah. can see my kids <laughs> our kids nothing wrong with that so that's that's kind of our deal. And then if you go to the last page, which is the social media's page, uh, tab, then you can check out our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook page. Um, uh, I can't remember if there's any other ones on there, but you can also contact us too on there. 
You can also, at the front page, at the bottom of that, you can subscribe. And so if we have any fun little tidbits we want to throw out or... Updates. Yep, updates or any of our game days and you're not on Facebook. And so we can throw you some of those. So I know not everybody's on Facebook. What is this website that you keep talking about? This is www.averagejoesgamingpodcast.com. Woo! Yes. Fancy. So that's our website. That's what I worked hard on. And so now that's up and running again, finally, redone, fancy. And uh, you fluffed it. I fluffed it. It's been it's been fluffed. It's been fluffed. Yeah. So. So what has arrived in the game room? Oh, what has arrived? Well, we have lots My of stuff. My self-esteem. <laughs> Better sound, apparently. Better sound. <laughs> um, we've got a few games that we would like to discuss that Naked arrived. Naked Friday. Um, excuse me? Naked Friday. It's our new board game night. I just... Why did you have to put that mental picture in my head? I feel like we're all going to just dance around and play some board games. Nope. Naked Friday. Okay, um, we got a couple of games. <laughs> the first one we're going to talk about is one that we talked about, or you and Tom talked about, because I was sick. Yes, on our most anticipated games. Yep, our most anticipated games. This is called The F- Table. The Table is Lava. The Table is Lava, and I feel like this could get kind of intense. Yes, um, we're talking gang war. <laughs> no, I just feel like if you're playing with number one, our kids. Yep, there's probably going to be some stabbings going on. Or if number two, you're playing this. Hey, number two. In the wee hours of the morning during our extra life event. Oh, hey, if you're playing in the wee hours in the morning, that'd be great. Okay, yes, I know it's St. Patrick's Day, but let's keep going. <laughs> tell us about this game. Oh, hey, I'll tell you about this. The table is lava. So the table is lava. Here's what you do: is you have a card, and then you place another card next to that card, touching the card preferably, and then you put your meeples on the card, and then the card tells you where you're going to put your next meeple. Are you following me here, Daddy? I'm following. Okay. So anyway, you're going to put your cards around the table uh, in player order, and you're going to. What are you doing? Are you videotaping me? I'm Instagramming you. You're Instagramming me. Okay. So you're going to place your card. Your your next player places their card touching that card. Then you're going to play another card touching that card. And you're going to go around until all four or five players, if you have the five-player expansion, you're going to place all your cards. Then you're going to do what the card says. So if it says uh, you're going to place it, your next meeple, two players to the left, you're going to place it. Um, so if, like, the green meeple or the green card... His two players to your left. You're going to place it on that card. Then what you're going to do is you have a hand of cards. So you're going to take the hand of cards, and each card has an ability on it. And you're going to put the card on either the, the edge of the table, and you're going to flick it. Or you're going to take the card, and you're going to fling it. And you're trying to knock off people's meeples onto the table off the cards, because the cards are like islands. You knock them onto the table... That's lava. They burn to death. So what you do is you play all your cards. You go around, take turns, and you're you're flicking or flinging your cards, try to knock off other people's meeples. If they touch the other card, any card, they they instantly do the ability on the card. So you're going to add meeples according to what the card says. At the end of the game, for every meeple you have that's standing up is two points. Everyone that's laying on its side is one point. 
everyone that's off the cards has been burned alive. <laughs> yes, I know. That's very tragic. So, at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins the game. That is the table's lava. Okay, and I the must base have... game is four players. Yeah. And the table's lava coconuts edition is the fifth player. Oh, coconuts. I must have, like, PTSD about somebody screaming that the floor is lava. Because one of the girls that I, when I used to work, used to scream the floor is lava. And we would all jump up on something. So, I like, whenever you say the, the table is lava, I automatically want to, like, pick my feet yeah, up. Yeah, she, she blacks out, curls into the <laughs> corner, and cries relentlessly. <laughs> Fetal position. No more floor and lava. No more floor and lava. Moving on. All right. <laughs> I digress. Okay. So the next one we got was the also on our most anticipated. Yes, it was. The Dice Forge Rebellion. This is the expansion to Dice Forge. Which we haven't even opened yet, but I really want to like cut it open and play this You hear that? She wants to cut it open. Yes. Okay. So in Dice Forge Rebellion, you find more interaction and combination. Heroes confront new ordeals with unexpected attendance of the goddess or the titans. Each of these two optional events provides a module, board, cards, faces, and pawns with a recommended setup of 15 new cards to be mixed in with the base game. Wow. Heroes stand ready to control more than just the luck of the dice. So it has uh, Labyrinth of the Goddess, which is sidelined during the first tournament. The Goddess imposes new rules. Each hero leads a golem, which delves into her labyrinth to seek rewards. Find her, but not neglect the other gods. Then you've got the other thing, which is the Titans, Revolt of the Titans. The Titans have laid claim on the Pantheon and need to shuffle cards. A new resource forces heroes to balance their allegiances and strategy throughout the game. Which side are you on? So does Cassie know that we have this expansion? No, she doesn't. Otherwise, she'd beat me to death and take it. She'd probably beat you to death until you opened it. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one we got, I I really enjoy Roman themes, Greek mythology, that kind of stuff. Pandemic Fall of Rome. At the height of its power, the Roman Empire held more than 2 million square miles of territory containing over 100 million people. By the beginning of the 5th century CE, decades of political corruption economic crisis, an overburdened military, and the constant invasion and migration of neighboring barbarian tribes led to a decline from which Rome would not recover. Citizens, soldiers, and allies of Rome unite in pandemic, fall of Rome. Raise armies, defend your cities, and forge alliances to ward off the relentless incursions. Can you hold the line against the invading hordes and prevent the fall of Rome? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. I believe that they should have a character in here. Maximus Decimus Meridius. Now, who in the world, this world, the gaming world, is going to get that? 
Gobby would. He's a big fan of Gladiator. Okay. I can't watch Gladiator. I ball my eyes out. Oh, I love Gladiator. It's uh, probably my number one movie. And that's hard to say. But over it is Highlander? Over Highlander. <gasps> I'd say Highlander's like my number one point one movie. <laughs> I have a lot of number ones, okay? Tisk tisk. Yeah. It's it's such a great movie and it is by far my favorite Russell Crowe movie. Well yeah. But it's yeah, it's a really, really good movie. And I know there's like the like the tractor tire tracks and the wheat fields and there's the uh like something uh, to do with CO2 a horse. canister in the back of one of the chariots. Uh, beyond all that, it is an amazing movie. It is a really good movie, you know, but it's just one of those that I don't really watch because it makes me cry. So I'm thinking, one of these days, no. we have a Roman-themed game day. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, yeah, and you know that I have gladiator clothes. I wouldn't really call it clothes. I would call Fine. it more it's of a, a costume. Cosplay, whatever. I could be Maximus Decimus Radius. Okay, moving on. What came next? <laughs> what What else did you sneak into the game room? The villainous expansion. <coughs> Why don't you tell them about it? The villainous expansion. So this is a standalone game or mixed with the other villains. So pretty much if you know anything about the first release of the villainous game, you take on the role of a Disney villain and strive to achieve your own devious objective. Discover your unique abilities while dealing twists of fate to your opponent who will triumph in this epic contest of sinister power. So this expansion or standalone game you can either play as Hades, Dr. Facilier. Which is who? Which is the witch doctor from Princess and the Frog. Okay. Not everyone's a Disney buff, okay? Okay. Well, sorry. Um, or the evil queen. And the I, I believe you should have stopped after Hades. That's all that matters. Right. But this just makes me so happy. I just, oh, I adore this game adore it and I really wish we could play it. I have to uh, sleeve the cards so I might get my uh, you know meditative state on one of these days and sleeve it. Yes. Uh, and then the other game is a Voltage which is a two player game. Voltage is a fast, play, fast paced two player strategy card game. Players take turns placing cards on either side of the board. Once they are five cards on any given color the terminal token, high or low, will determine the winner of that point. But of course, it's not that easy. Special cards giving you the power to flip the token, swap and eliminate cards, means a single move can be a game changer. And and I actually just recently played this last week. And this is a really fun game. I picked this one up at Target. And it's from Mattel Games. And the components are awesome. The cards are so cool. They... So it's like normal cardstock, but they have like this embossed, uh, raised feel to them. Oh. And it, it looks like circuits. Oh. So it's it's really cool, really cool game. Okay, who'd you play that with? Ectum. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. And then today we played Gugong. Okay. And that was 
an okay game. So it explain was, this to me. I didn't really see what you guys pretty were lackluster. You're you're basically it's uh <laughs> there's several different actions you can take. You're how how to use the actions you're playing a card on that spot. And then you're trying to take that action or multiple actions. You want to be the first one to raise your track on the emperor uh, area to get the most points there. You want to use your traveler to get different benefits up there. You want to use your, your boats to get different rewards. Basically, at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins. Two players, very lackluster. So, like, no Pretty boring. player between player interaction? No, not really. I mean, a few things that, you know, Ekram could do to me or I could do to him mm-hmm. kind of mess us out of some points, but there really wasn't anything that crucial or it was that big of a deal. Okay. So, I ended up winning that one 41 to 34, I believe. Okay. So, it was... I would like to see this to the table with four or five players to All see right. how chaotic it can get because a sure. lot could change. Whereas two players, it's just not much is going on. Well, I mean, like you were saying, when you guys were playing Brigada, you know, it's a completely different game when you play it with three players compared to pl- when you play it with, what, five is right. the max? Yep. You know, it's there's a lot going on and you kind of got to watch what you do and you got to make sure that you take your turn right and make sure that other people take their turn right so everything doesn't get messed up. Yeah. You know, what was the game that we played, I think it was a week ago, with uh, Tom and Kim and Adam? No, Adam didn't play, he just came. Yeah, that was uh, Quacks of Quedlinburg. Okay. That one was... It was interesting. It was... I I almost called it a party game, and I kind of got like, no, 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 it's not a party game. It's not a party game. It's by North, uh, North Star Games, I believe. Okay. Which is typically what they do are party games. I wouldn't necessarily... And this was not like a heavy strategy game. It was a very lightweight game. Yeah, it was a push-your-luck game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. It was a push-your-luck game. But I like the components... I like the idea of it. Um, it was it was good. I liked it. I would like to play it again. However, I don't know if we need to own it because I don't know if we'd ever get it to the table as often as no, we probably not. Probably would like. It's not one of those games that I think we would be like. Oh, I want to play this. I would play it again, but I don't know if, like I said, it's one of those games that I want to own. Correct. So, it was good. It took me almost to the end of the game to figure out what was going on. I think I won that one, too. You did. You came from behind, and you won. Yeah. It's like, Joe, little miracle baby back there. What? (laughs) Sorry. 1980 hockey reference. All right. Come from behind. Miracle baby? Yeah. The 1980 hockey team, they were never ahead. In any of their games during the Olympics, mm, they sounds always like the story of my life. They always came from behind to win. Always the underdog. Always. Always. Yep. I am Maximus Decimus Meridius. Do you have any <laughs> other games that you re that you played? We played bees. Oh yeah, we played bees. Bees is a fun little game. That's actually from the creators of Discount Salmon. Yeah. Water yeah, bear yeah. games. 
Bees. I love that yep. game. And that's uh, kind of a fast-paced dice-rolling game, um, real-time. Everyone's playing at the same time. You're trying to get as many hives as possible, add them up to your hives, and then get the most points by touching colors of the hives. That one, we played three of us, you and me and Cassie, and that was intense. Not really intense, but intense enough. And then we played four... I think it was you, me, Cassie, and Robert. Yes. We're playing, and that added a whole nother aspect. Oh yeah, it, it got it got intense. <laughs> it did because you're like, oh my god, what? I'm pretty is sure going Robert tra- stabbed somebody with a trident. I don't know. He, yeah. I think he was about ready to chuck his dice at his sister yeah. <laughs> at one point, but you know, he held it together. He did, like always. So. Any other games that you want to talk about? I think that's it for right now. For right now? That's all you, your yeah. busted brain can... It's my busted brain. No, actually, it's not your busted brain. Your busted body can think of right now? Sure. Okay. Okay. Now, into our topic, which right. is probably going to get semi-heated. Nah, I won't get heated. We don't do heated. Oh, whatever. We get steamy. Steamy. Oh. Okay. Steamy. Game room... Etiquette. Now, oh, some game room etiquette. I'll tell what you about are that. we talking about when we talk about game room etiquette? What we're talking about is the pot of gold of game room etiquette. Okay. We're talking find the leprechaun. I hit him in the game room. Really? Yes. Okay. So before we go into our, our main topic, let's hear from Amanda at the game chest. Hi guys, this is Amanda from Game Chest at Downtown Sioux Falls, corner of 6th and Phillips in the Jones Building. I just wanted to give you a heads up that we have a awesome used game library. We're currently at a little over 450 titles that have been um, brought in through the used game selection and you bring your game in and you can sell it there for um, whatever price you want to sell it for. It's up to you. Of that, you get 80% to keep in-store credit to spend on whatever new games you want. As a shopper, it's super cool because you'll see titles there that you can't see other places or you can only get on eBay. And instead of just buying them online, you can have them right away by stopping in at our shop. So uh, come on down to Game Chest. We're on 6th and Phillips Avenue downtown, and we'd love to show you the used game selection we have. All right, so some game room etiquette. Um, Like, what are you, like, are we talking about game days? Okay. Or First of like all, everybody's game room across the world, across the galaxy. First of all, one of the things that we've had an issue with in our game room, game group, whatever, is language. Ooh, language. You know, we have young children that are in and out of our, ro- our game room. You know, I can say this is probably the same thing about, like, stores as well. Right. You know, if you go into a, a public store and, you know, they're dropping the F-bombs like crazy, it's probably not somewhere you're going to want to take your kids to. No, and this is just a topic that I know that we've had to discuss with our gamers. You know, yes, I understand that there are certain times where a game will get heated or you're having a discussion with another gamer and things get heated, but it's just we request that our game friends 
really watch their language, especially when our kids are in the room. Substitution words. And then <laughs> um, I know that a lot of people just watch their language in general when they're over here. Yeah. Because we've talked about it so many times. The thing to remember is, is you are a role model, whether you want to be or not, to all the little children in the world. And if you come in and you're dropping the F-bomb and a five-year-old hears that, guess what that five-year-old's going to be saying at the age of ten? Worse words than that. Right? <laughs> no, I just, it's one of the things that I feel like it's just part of our game group, possibly? No, it's it's everywhere. I've, I've gone into game stores before, and it's language, behavior, you know, and it's, it just, it's one of those things that seems like it's more accepted nowadays. It really nowadays. is, because I, I watch several like books. You can't even watch sh shows or read books without, Well, you know, no, like, I watch several booktubers right. who just let the F-bomb drop like nobody's business. And I'm like, oh, my God, why are you using this type of language? I mean, is it really all that called for when you're talking about a book? Creativeness. I believe the the word frell is a lot better. You know, I mean... Fringy-dingy. I, I can get a temper. I definitely can oh, understand that. Oh, she can. That. She beats the crap out of me. If anyone is listening, please help me. <laughs> But, you know, it's just, I don't feel, and maybe this is just my upbringing. I mean, my parents didn't swear. I got in trouble for swearing. I still get in trouble. We had the bar of soap. So you swear, you're either licking it, or if you swear really bad, you're taking a bite of it. Right? You know, that was, in my household, that was threatened as well. Did you hear her? Threatened. Not done. Threatened. Well, my brother had his mouth washed out with soap. Oh, the naughty brother. But I didn't. Because I was a good girl. Yep, my little halo. My little halo. But, you know, I just, I don't feel like that language in a normal conversation yeah. needs to be used. There's a lot of that nowadays. You can't even go out in public without hearing it. I know. And it's just sad. Times I just, have changed. Times are a-changing. I know. It's just, it's rough. You know, it's just, it's hard. I can't even go to the schools and pick up the kids anymore without hearing the kids. And I'm like, what mm -hmm. just happened? Yeah. So, there's that topic. Do you have anything on game room etiquette that well, comes, like, right I, off the top of your head? Yeah, I, I would talk about food. Food. Food, what yeah. Do you, mean? you know, like, we, we like to have snacks and beverages around here. You know, if you're, if you're playing somebody's games, just be mindful. You know, um, uh, residue. You know, um, you know, oily fingers, buttery fingers. If you're eating Doritos or Cheetos, obviously those are no-no snacks for game room games. But if you are eating something, be mindful. Have a napkin. You know, don't don't put your fingers on someone else's games. Uh, you know, even if it is something you would do to your own game, that's probably not how they take care of their games. Um, you know, and beverages, you know, if, 
if you got cup holders, use them. If you don't have cup holders, maybe get a coaster. Don't put your, your sweaty glass on their game pieces. Also, when you're leaning on a table, uh, I've, I've noticed this a lot, is um, like people will lean across the table and they'll put their elbows down to mm-hmm. like brace them and they don't pay attention where their elbows are at. So they're like leaning their elbow in the middle of a card or oh. on the board and you're bending that stuff and it, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts anyways when somebody's like leaning or like almost laying on the table. I get on the kids all the time oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, if they're laying on the table, you might as well just go to the other side of the table. Right? No, <laughs> if you I, want to be close to somebody that bad, just go. I, I get on the kids all the time. I'm like, get off the table. Yeah. Like, you want to just lay down on the table? Would that be easier? <laughs> no, I, I completely understand that. I thought you were going to go into like a little game care, but we already went through that. No, I, yeah, just like food. You know, be mindful of food. And then, you know, obviously, if you're hosting, it's nice that you have that kind of stuff. But don't always expect your hosts to to supply all that stuff. You know, try to bring some stuff yourself. You know. Yeah, we're always open to having people bring whatever they want or feel comfortable. Yeah, having. we we try to be as as accommodating as possible because we love having people over. Most because we don't we don't tend to get out very much with having six children. Um, we like to be what? here. We have six kids. I know it's weird. When did this happen? Well, the first one started like. 14 years ago. She's not 14 yet. Yeah, but there's nine months of cooking. I think you forget about that. Oh. You're a woman and you forget about the nine months of cooking. I didn't mind my nine months of cooking. Okay. Until like the last month. That's right. when I started minding the cooking. But that would be about 14 years. Yeah. So that's why I said about 14 years. Oh my God. So she's 13. She cooked for nine months. Almost 14 years ago is when that started. I can't believe she's going to be 14. Yeah. I digress. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm actually only 12. Oh, okay. So, I look good for my age. You do? Yeah. You just busted. I'm 92. I look good for my age. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um. So, I, w- I would say definitely, you know, the uh, the leaning on the tables. Be mindful of what you're leaning on. Uh, you know, the sweaty glasses, make sure you're putting them on, on coasters or in cup holders. Like, we, we tend to do cup holders with our tables. Um, you know, the the food on your fingers, make sure you have a napkin. Just be mindful of other people's games. Uh, be mindful of people around you. Not everyone likes swearing. Um, you know, it's just kind of what what's around uh, society nowadays, which... Um, yeah, I mean, the language, it's, it is more, I, I don't want to say accepted, but it's, it's everywhere you go anymore. It is, and but. people just don't, don't think about it. We do. And so, maybe that's just because we have young children in the and, house. And we don't want to turn anybody away from playing with us because. No. Because of kids or whatever. But that's, that's one of the things is if you come over, you got to be mindful of, we want role model. I mean, and that kind of goes back to what I said earlier is, is you are a role model regardless if you think you are or not. Is these kids look at at whoever comes over and, you know, well, if he does it, I'm going to do it. Well, and I just think, you know, our kids, we have, you play games almost every weekend. So I try. People that come over to our house that the kids see every weekend, to them, they're part of the, our family, mm-hmm. 
And to see somebody like that using inappropriate language, like you said, they're like, well, if they can say it, then I can say it. Yeah. You know? Kathleen said the F word the other day, and I was like, what? <laughs> Where did you hear that? Oh, uh, so-and-so. Are you sure? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go have a talk with them, and they will not have a behind in anymore. Yes. But, you know, that's just one of the things that just goes back to respect. And moving into that, you know, another thing growing up, moving into my next point, is that when growing up in my house, we took our shoes off immediately. Yeah. Well, and see, that's the thing. Like, not everyone's game room is, is an extension from their garage. Sometimes they have them in their basement. Sometimes right. they have them inside. We played with uh, some guys down in uh, Iowa, and their kitchen was their, their game room. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where if you take time into your game room, regardless what it is, where it is, you take pride in that. And so if you put a bunch of work into putting carpet down mm -hmm. or putting nice flooring down, you don't want people tracking mud and water and all that kind of stuff all over it. And so just kind of try to be mindful of that. Well, that was just kind of what I was trying to say is, you know, that... Until your husband walked all over you. That was something that was just ingrained in me from a young age. You know, when you walk into somebody's house you've never been before, like when I would go over to sleepovers, I would automatically, like right when I walked through the door, I was like, uh, shoes on, shoes off. Uh, see, there was never a question. It was, you know, if I walk into somebody's house, it was take your shoes off. Right. So that's the way I was raised. Me too. But, you know, I knew which houses I had to take but my for, shoes off. For us out here... Everyone looks at it as it's a garage. Right. So even though it's not a garage, the garage stops at the door, that's what they look at it as. Yeah. But, you know, they. you also have to understand that we're trying to make this a more comfortable, you know, area. We've gone through what a... you guys need to understand is that I sleep out here when she kicks me out of the house. We've gone but through... she beats me. <laughs> We've gone through a lot of evolutions in this room. I have. You know, first it was just like tarps and things like that. Oh, yeah, that's how it started it was it was just a tarp. And Tom came over and played quarters, and that's all it was was a tarp. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, right? put up a wall. And then it was a few months later, I was putting up a wall, and a it was wall? framed up. And then I started putting up the put cement board up for the wall. And then uh, put drywall up on the ceiling. And, and you painted the painted wall. Painted everything. And put, I put up decorations. And it's just, it's evolved. We've gotten we a put heater. shelves, heaters, air conditioning. we got a fridge out here now. We've got... Popcorn machine. Yeah, popcorn machine. I mean, we it's it leaps and bounds. Right. We had bookcases we started out with. And then I put shelving up. And obviously the game collection has grown a little bit. <laughs> No. Yeah. It's grown a lot. Yeah, actually, when I started, when I when we moved in here, like 200 games. Something like that. Yeah. I'll be at 1,400. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's just the thing. You know, you, you're coming over to somebody's house. You want to respect their house or their space. And I think that's just all you want to, like, think about when you get into this gaming etiquette. And, I mean, you can even do this, like you said, at game stores. You know, if you go down to Game Chest or something like that, 
you now obviously don't need to take your shoes off, but you definitely want to be mindful of your language because they have an open concept. And yeah, I know some of their gaming tables are in the back, but I mean, if you swear loud enough, there's a, a boutique like right across from them and they have kids clothes in that boutique. So obviously, if you swear loud enough, somebody is going to hear it. Well, and they, they actually have a sign up there that says uh, language and behavior. Oh, they do? Yeah. I guess I didn't see that. Yep. It is a family store, family well, area. So I don't... They have a lot of family people that come down there. I mean, the people live upstairs. So. I don't doubt that. I just, you know, I have not been down there as much as you have. You know, I've gone down there a couple of times, and there have been kids through there, and our kids have gone in with me. But it's just, you know, it's all, basically, I guess what we're talking about is you just want to respect the people that you play with, their games, whether it's the host's game or somebody who, a guest's game, yep. you want to respect their games. And then you also want to respect the space that you're in. Right. Yep. You know, that's... That's my little spiel. That's her little spiel. My spiel. I can quasi spiel. I can see her going down. No. Getting a little sleepy over there. No. Well, you're awfully quiet. I am relax mode. Are you percolating over there? Percolating? What is percolating? I don't know. Brewing. Brewing. Trying to think of something else. Dice brewing. It is St. Patty's Day. It is. And I've had a few drinkies. Oh, that's what's happening. All right. I don't have anything else to say. Basically, what it comes down to on Game Room What can etiquette, I say? But you're welcome. <laughs> basically, what it comes down to is respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's what it means to me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Basically, what you need to take away from this is there can be only one game room. And obviously, it's ours. <laughs> no, I encourage everybody to have their own game room. It's it's an awesome thing to have. And once you have one of your own, you you take so much pride in that. You know, like this is this is mine, and I've worked on it for a very long time and very, very many hours into it. Okay, so, so this I is have, like my baby. I have a question. Will this room ever be like finished? You will not do anything oh, more to this room. Probably not, because I was actually thinking about adding some more ceiling fans in here. Uh I no, I'm never happy. You know, you know that with the house. I like to move stuff around, redo things. But we haven't I mean, granted moving rooms around and things like that you haven't really like touched the house or rearranged the house so now that i feel like now that you have this at like a semi space where you can tinker a little bit quasi tinker you're gonna start tinkering hardcore in the house i fix things that's what i do i have tools so and i know how to fix things i'm not saying fix things i'm saying like upgrade things. I feel like that's where well, you're next, going now. Next year, we're going to be remodeling our bathroom. Well, you so said the I'm kitchen, gonna, too. I'm gonna, yep, I'm going to put some tile down. Um, I think we're going to make it pretty cool. 
Um, I would like to get to the kitchen next year. If that doesn't happen, we'll do that one the next year, and then just one room after that. I'm scared. I like to remodel. I'm scared. I'm scared meets I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else on our topic? I had some Guinness earlier, and it was it was good. When did you have Guinness? Did you have one of those cupcakes? No. I uh, When Eknam came over to play Gugan, I had me a pint of Guinness. I didn't know I had Guinness. Oh, I've got Guinness. If you had one of those, one of a cupcake is because a new cupcake place opened... In Toxibakes. ...down by Game Chest, and they infused cupcakes Not with alcohol. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not so all of I, them. I got six cupcakes that were just chocolate and with some... Uh, St. Patty's Day frosting, and then I got uh, some Irish car bombs, some red wine, some Guinness. Um, I'm just curious what they taste like. Might A car bomb? I've heard Irish car bombs. It's just gonna land you on your butt. Yeah, but here's the deal. I can handle my drinks. I'm done. You done? So I think that's that's all we have for tonight. Yeah, because you cut me off. I did not cut you off. You're cutting everything out. I am not. You are too. I think we're having a great St. Patty's Day. I wish all of you a happy and safe St. Patty's Day. Most of you guys already celebrated on Saturday, which is not St. Patty's Day. I don't know if you know that, but it's actually Sunday this year. <laughs> so what are you kissing the mic for? Kiss butt. No, I love our listeners, and I want our listeners to be safe and happy. Okay. And that's, there's nothing wrong with having a drink or having a safe and, and happy holiday. Remember, St. Patrick's Day is celebrating the Irish, not celebrating drunkenness. Did you know a little tidbit of information that the number of DUIs has gone down since Lyft has been in Sioux Falls? That's good. I, I actually know one of my friends that took a lift out to his mom's house, and he did not want to drive because he was intoxicated, which is a very responsible decision. Yeah, so use lift instead of driving drunk. That's right. Aaron, go to bra. Okay, Aaron, go bra. <laughs> Anywho. So that's I... our St. Patty's Day episode. Also on... known as um, Game Room Etiquette. Yes. Until next time, I'm Joe. And I'm Jesse. Your local children's hospital is full of superheroes. Superhero patients. They wear gowns instead of capes and often fight evil on a microscopic level. And just like the doctors, nurses, and staff, you can help decimate illnesses and enemy foes for sick and injured children by gaming. Join Extra Life, a community of 50,000 gamers that play games and heal kids. Register at extra-life.org. Thank you for listening. Please follow us at Facebook, visit our Average Joe's Gaming podcast page, or join our Facebook group at Average Joe's Gaming. You may follow us on Instagram, Average Joe's Gaming, or Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. You may also join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can listen to us on Google Play Music, Amazon TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you'd like to leave us a rating, please do so. 
Also, if you'd like to drop us a line, you may do so at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. Thank you.